the Bible Study Podcast, episode 680. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the book of Genesis with chapter 35. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We get today, Jacob returns to Bethel. Then God said to Jacob, go up to Bethel and settle there and build an altar there to God who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, get rid of the foreign gods you have with you and purify yourselves and change your clothes. Then come, let us go up to Bethel where I will build an altar to God who answered me in the day of my distress and who had been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods they had and the rings in their ears, and Jacob buried them under the oak at Shechem. Then they set out, and the terror of God fell on the towns all around them, so that no one pursued them. Jacob and all the people with him came to Luz, that is Bethel, in the land of Canaan. There he built an altar, and he called the place El Bethel, because it was there that God revealed himself to him when he was fleeing from his brother. Now Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak outside Bethel. So it was named Alan Bakuth. After Jacob returned from Padam Aram, God appeared to him again and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but you will no longer be called Jacob. Your name will be Israel. So he named him Israel. Then God said to him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and increase in number. A nation and a community of nations will come from you, and kings will be among your descendants. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac I also give to you, and I will give this land to your descendants after you. Then God went up from him at the place where he had talked with him. Jacob set up a stone pillar at the place where God had talked with him, and he poured out a drink offering on it. He also poured oil on it. Jacob called the place where God had talked with him Bethel. I'm going to take a break right there. So Bethel, again, house of God, El Bethel, God of Bethel. (laughs) So God of the house of God, which is a little confusing. So Jacob, remember in the last chapter, one of Jacob's daughters is raped, and then they want to marry her, the person who does this, and her full brothers— kill him and everybody in town. And so at this point, when he's returning to Bethel, he's also getting out of town. He's getting away from the place where they are. And so that comment there about the fear of God fell on the towns around them and no one pursued them, that's why they might be pursued because of what had just happened. But basically, this incident happens, and God says, return to the place where I first met you, the first place I encountered you. And as you go, purify yourself, get rid of your foreign gods, and change your clothes. So change your clothes seems kind of silly because we get up every morning and we change our clothes, but we have more than one set or two sets of clothes. And you have to remember we're talking about a time where there is not you know, cheap clothing that is inexpensive, clothing would actually be part of your inheritance. You would have a good set of clothes and you would pass it on to your kids because it was expensive. And so change your clothes is not just put on something else, but it might be go out and and buy something new or make something new. It is a little more involved than we have, but it's basically make a change. You're going to be a different person. 
and get rid of your foreign gods. We don't talk about that often that there would be within Jacob's family group or within the people who are working for him, foreign gods, because we think, well, this is Israel. This is the person who God has chosen. These are the 12 tribes. But even, of course, later on, the 12 tribes will have troubles with foreign gods, and they'll have troubles with giving themselves wholly to God. But, of course, at this point, we're just getting started. Remember, at the beginning, when God meets with Jacob, he thinks of God as the God of Abraham and Isaac, Right, and at Bethel, he becomes the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so, this is something that is still pretty new here with them and not as exclusive as God wants it to be going forward. And so, he says, Get rid of all of those other gods or those other statues, those idols that you have been worshiping. And so they do. They take all of those things and they and they bury them. They change their clothes. They purify themselves and they go out of town now and they go to Bethel. They go to this place in the land of Canaan where Jacob put up the pillar, the place where he had his dream, um, where God first encountered him. And God encounters him again and says, be, basically, be fruitful and multiply. You're, I'm going to fill this land with your descendants. I have this land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I'm going to give to you. Not to your brother, not to your older brother, but to Jacob, to Israel. And so he, again, puts up a stone pillar, pours oil on it as an act of worship. Um, and we get Deborah's, Rebecca's nurse died and is buried, and we're starting to get into that. In fact, I I told you that Isaac was probably dead by the time he got back, but I forgot how old he lives, and so we continue on to the death of Rachel and Isaac. Then they moved on from Bethel. While they were still some distance from Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth and had great difficulty. And as she was having great difficulty in childbirth, the midwife said to her, Don't despair, for you are having another son. And she breathed her last, for she was dying. She named her son Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Over her tomb, Jacob set up a pillar, and to this day that pillar marks Rachel's tomb. Israel moved on again and pitched his tent beyond Migdal Eder. While Israel was living in that region, Reuben went in and slept with his father's concubine, Bilhah, and Israel heard of it. Jacob had twelve sons, the sons of Leah, Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, the sons of Rachel's servant, Bilhah, Dan, and Naphtali, the son of Leah's servant, Zilpah, Gad, and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Padam Aram. Jacob came home to his father's Isaac in Mamre, near Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had stayed. Isaac lived 180 years. Then he breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people, old and full of years. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. And so we finish Isaac's story, and we start to wrap up what we're going to be learning about uh, Jacob, or we're going to be learning about Israel. He's had all the sons now that he's going to have. His his first wife, the one he 
loved, Rachel, has the last son, and that is Benjamin. And we have the two different names for Benjamin. Ben-Oni means son of my trouble, and Benjamin means son of my right hand. And so Benjamin is what he is actually named while his mother was having trouble in birth. She had something else in mind, but his father renames him even after her death. And so we have the 12 sons. We will turn them into the 12 tribes, but not in this book. That will happen after the end of Genesis. We'll get into one more story about the, we'll get into Esau's descendants next week, uh, and then we'll introduce Joseph. Uh, And that's going to be one of my favorite portions of the book, uh, talking about Joseph, who is that first son of his beloved wife, Rachel. And that wife has now died in this chapter, which informs some of what's going to happen in two weeks. So we'll remind you of that then. But he's moving around. Again, they have flocks and herds, so they're moving around uh, in the land of Canaan, and they move back to where Isaac and Abraham lived, and Isaac is still alive, but he now dies and is buried there in Hebron. And that's it. We're starting to wrap up Israel's story and move on to his sons, including this uncomfortable story here that one of his oldest sons basically is sleeping with one of the other, and I'm going to use the term wives, but but they talk about Rachel's servant, Bilhah, who has two of his sons, and his son sleeps with this other woman. And there's nothing more said about it other than it happened. But I do wonder if one of the reasons why when we move on, we're not going to be moving into Reuben's story, Reuben the firstborn, in the same way we didn't move into Esau's story, Esau the firstborn, that there was something about the two that was not the ones through whom God chooses to work. Reuben is going to have an important part of this story. He's still going to have one of the 12 tribes of Israel is going to be his descendants. And yet in the story that we'll move into, he's not going to take the leading role. And I wonder if the decisions we make can cause God to go in a different direction or how that all works. But I know that If we choose to be faithful to God, he can use us in that faithfulness. And with that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.